0: ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Wrong Think Radio. I'm your host, Aaron, broadcasting from just outside the nation's capital in beautiful northern Virginia. And I'm Alan, coming to you from the lovely and overcast greater Seattle metropolitan area. And this is Wrong Think Radio. Of course, this is our two-hour live program that we do every single week, normally on Sundays, except it's not Sunday, obviously. It's Tuesday, because I was unable to do it on Sunday and I had to delay it again because, well, I was exhausted from my trip. That's that's the downright honest of it. We are live for anybody who does deign to tune in with no warning that we were going to be doing this now. I thought we might just pre-record it, but I thought it'd be more fun to throw it live in case anybody wanted to jump on, join us and say hello. Uh, but it's actually kind of, uh, kind of cool that we waited because it gave us an opportunity to talk um, about a lot of different stuff. Uh, there's a lot of different things that we can really jump on, and I think that that's uh, that's exciting. So, yeah, um, absolutely. So we will we will definitely do that, which will be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, the end-all be-all on that is uh, I mean, there are some smaller things to talk about, like randomly for apparently no reason and with absolutely no explanation. Uh, Maxine Waters pulled the most epic boomer move possible. And that was, she claimed that her Twitter was hacked and that all of her tweets were deleted, except none of that was actually true. Her Hmm. Twitter was not hacked. That's been confirmed by Twitter and her tweets, in fact, were not deleted because people could still read it. Um, I feel like that she was going to try to get rid of some tweets that maybe were not you know great uh and and it didn't actually happen i think the intern accidentally forgot to delete all of the tweets to get rid of the evidence um <laughs> and so the claim looks weird uh it's a little, a little bit of fun uh probably not true but it was it was hilarious nonetheless just watching everybody basically say there's nothing going on with your twitter account what are you talking about boomer uh and then to the to the point where a social media company absolutely had to come out and say, yeah, that's that's not actually true. <laughs> so. Yeah. Which is not the only thing that big tech has had to apologize for today, uh, because to make matters even more hilarious. Uh, let's talk about the fact that Kamala Harris had a really cringy video uh, that she did for NASA uh, where she was at the Navy, because, because for those of you who don't know, um, the, uh, basically the, the vice president's residence is the Naval observatory. So, and, uh, she's the chair of the space council. That's how it works. Um, and so, anyway, the YouTube decided to do a YouTube Originals where it was Kamala Harris talking about space and the space program and NASA, and she's sitting there having a really awkward conversation um, with with children uh, and and all that jazz. And uh, to make matters even more funny, it came out that those were child actors; they were hired actors. Someone hired the children to be there with Kamala Harris. Now, it's incredible. It goes to it goes to the point that everything, everything in this administration is optics. That's what I find the most fascinating. Is that everything within this administration is optics. That's all it's ever been about is optics. And now, of course, the White House denied that they knew anything about the uh, about the selection of the children, which seems a little crazy, given the fact that, you know, there's this whole thing called the Secret Service. who have to evaluate anybody who comes into close contact with any of those elected representatives, but we'll go along with the lie. Am I right? Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to call some bullshit on that. But, you know, they claim that they didn't know anything about it. And it's just this whole crazy circumstance. Um, But then YouTube came out, of course, to carry the water and explain that they were the ones who picked the child actors. Because that makes sense. Yeah, of course. Because, because, like, why? Why? I don't understand you're making a you're making a video that's supposed to be Kamala Harris talking to some kids. And for some reason, you're like, well, we have to get actors. We have to get people who are capable of reading lines and faking emotion. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, do they think that makes the story better?
1: That they were actors?
0: No, no. Like, do, do they think it makes the story better that it was like, oh, well, we hired the actors, not Kamala Harris. Like, they were, but we hired them.
1: I, I don't know. I, it's a, it's very curious. Why would you hire child actors for, for that? Why wouldn't you just? I guess asking you know say asking the democrats to just go get some children probably has some negative connotations but <laughs> i i'm just curious that it was i guess the the thing to me is that's so strange about it is that it like a lot like a lot of things that we're seeing from the administration they are trying very hard to make things appear differently than what they are i remember a couple weeks ago Biden had some big – Biden got his COVID booster, or another shot, and they had a nurse, and it looked like he was in the Oval Office. But then from another angle, it looked – they're just at a set of the Oval Office in a different building. Right. And that was really weird because you have an Oval Office, and you have a real pres- – you have a real Oval Office. You have a president. Like, why not just do it there? Why, why the charade? And it's the same with this. It's like you seriously – Couldn't make you couldn't uh, say, Hey, what kid group from some school, like come view the Naval Observatory on a field trip and meet the vice president? They could have set that up pretty easy. Like, there's school groups and stuff going by the White House all the time. It seems like it shouldn't be that hard to get, you know, get a busload of actual children to appear on camera with the vice president as part of a as part of something that you are portraying to the American people as a natural event, Mm -hmm. as something that just naturally sort of happened. Why they feel the need to go through all the smoke and mirrors is very strange. And one explanation is they seem like they're so obsessed with having the perfect optics, that they're so obsessed with having all the clips and video footage of them being perfect, that they're neglecting they're neglecting the reality that it needs to be based on. Potentially, potentially they're so confident that the media is going the mainstream media is going to deliver the right message that they can do these things and not have to worry about us going, but you hired actors, but you're not actually at the Oval Office. All of this is smoke and mirrors. Why are you people lying to me all the time? It's like they have no realization that that is happening on a large scale or if they do realize that that's a wor- uh, something that's happening, they're not concerned about that, which is also very, very strange, right
0: no it's it, it 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 is weird and there has been no real explanation for like why all the appearances Biden seems to be doing these days um happens to be occurring um yeah like what why why these things are occurring outside like like what why are why are you doing them on a set yeah no explanation you're just crazy for pointing it out how dare yeah. you even point it out you really you're the conspiracy theorist
1: it's incredibly strange
0: yeah all of it all of it is it it's it's wacky I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm not even trying to be flippant about it. It's, mm-hmm. it is just absolutely wacky to me, but, but that's the thing. Like we've said so many times before, it is all about optics. They are psychotically obsessed
1: with optics, which is such but, a, but it's not exactly optics though, because mm-hmm. it's, it's the, they're psychotically obsessed with the optics that they're generating, not how it looks when people very easily discover that eh, you hired a bunch of actors or you're on a set right now, or that's, this is a, bu- in front of a green screen. Like what? They're not concerned about the optics of that, which are really bad optics. They're concerned with just the optics that are p- approved for release. They're, they're concerned that those video clips or pictures or stories are, are all perfectly in line and perfectly synced up with their kind of mission and plan and all controlled. But it seems like they also have no concern for the bad optics associated with doing all this stuff dishonestly. Right. And that's really strange. Like, how do you not worry that, hey, we should do it in front of this set? We should give Joe Biden the next COVID shot in front of this set of the Oval Office and tell people it's the Oval Office, imply that it's the Oval Office, and and you know we should just do that. And someone would say, well, I mean, if we're implying it's the Oval Office, but it's actually a set and people find out, like they're already kind of worried the news is lying to them. So maybe we shouldn't reinforce that. It'd be so easy for us not to reinforce this idea that we know people are concerned about. And then someone went, nah, let's not worry about that. It has better lighting in there. So we're just going to do it on that one.
0: Maybe it's higher up for the marionette
1: strings. I don't know. (laughs) You know, now that you bring it up, the Oval Office probably doesn't have like the whole false ceiling so they can puppet him around. I'd be curious. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Well, in the idea of weird weird optics and disinformation, right? Because, I mean, I, I, I do hate to say it this way, um, but I hate using the if it were Trump, but it would be called misinformation if Trump were doing it.
1: Right. Exactly. It would
0: 100% be called misinformation if Trump were doing it. And it is misinformation. You had, you had actors. The press can't ask you a question. You are rushed out before reporters talk to you. You are literally... Like because we've seen there have been headlines, like when when Joe Biden got his booster shot, headlines were saying at the White House. And it wasn't. It right. was at a set yeah. in the congress or in the Senate office building. Yeah. But really weird. It it is it is weird. Um you would think that you would be smart enough to talk about um the fact that You think that they would be smart enough to know that when everybody thinks that the president of the United States has dementia, that the last thing that you would do was give us every reason to believe that the president of the United States has dementia. Yeah. You know, like hiding him from the from reporters, making sure that he is not ever asked a question that doesn't already have an answer written down for him. And then also creating a fake white house for your fake president
1: yeah Wh- what what why would you do that <laughs> that yeah, seems it, really silly
0: it's weird it's like you created a fake white house for your fake president because that's exactly what it seems like is going on here but yeah with that being said there's other wild amounts of misinformation um which I don't like saying this because I hate big tech, um, but it social media did actually do a good thing the last couple of days, which is for those of you who have sat on social media and saw all of the different pilots and air traffic controllers from Southwest Airlines who are explaining to people, That they all called out sick this weekend in protest of vaccine mandates. Hmm. Um, but according to the supposed main, the supposed media that is the pillar of democracy. Don't believe your lying eyes. Ah. Because... It was bad weather, even though people in Florida and, and all of these other places were saying, but there there isn't bad weather though the media yeah. was sti- even today was sticking to the statement that all of these flights were delayed because of bad weather, even though there are a hundred percent people saying that they were pro that that air traffic control was down and that pilots yeah. were not around because they were protesting vaccine mandates. And to make it even even better, was yeah to, for let understand the media has been claiming the entire this entire time that no 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 it's it's because of bad weather guys it's just the bad weather except for no reason apparently. The CEO of Southwest Airlines came out today and said that no employees were going to be fired over vaccine mandates, which is a real weird thing for him to say. I have no idea why he felt a need to make that as a press release if the only reason why his flights were delayed were because of bad weather.
1: Pretty strange. Additionally, when you have a lot of people saying, I'm a pilot and we're basically striking because of vaccine mandates or I'm a air traffic controller, I'm a ground crew operator, I'm a luggage handle and we're all striking because of vaccine mandates. And then you see the news saying, no, 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 it's just weather. It's it's one of these things that even I am still surprised how the The lengths they go to to lie. And it is just – it's so incredible. Like Here we have an airline pushing a vaccine mandate on its employees and those employees resisting by essentially going on strike, causing causing massive transportation backups and problems at all these different airports. That should be – that is national news. And to watch the media – Circle the wagons and lie about it is shocking. It's like you know, the media lies. You can say, oh, I, I know that they're dishonest, I know they play on the same team as the Democrats, but then to watch them actually do that so overtly for something that is such an, a huge national story affecting thousands of people is, I mean, it's still shocking when you see when you realize you're like, Yeah, I know this, but gosh. I just still can't process that it's this bad. Yeah. Like <clears throat> at
0: what point? Well, I hate saying things. I, I don't, I don't hate saying things like this, but it's like, they they almost feel like dumb statements, but at, at, what, at what point is it malpractice? Right? Like yeah. for, for all, all for- the waxing poetic that these, assholes in the media do all the time saying that they're defending democracy they're there for truth oh it's about the truth uh this this country would fall apart if we just didn't have the stellar reporting of joy reed and and you know uh, <laughs> yeah of joy it's just reed so and cuomo disgusting and, honestly yeah, all of these people sniffing their own fart their own farts right like like the this this republic right. would fall without them at what point do we get to actually hold them in, in some form of contempt at what point is it malpractice this the, the same as if as if a doctor were to sell you a product that was full of lies you know don't don't misunderstand because right. this is this is how the establishment gop constantly shoots actual like you know solutions in the foot all the time is they want to screech about the free market, but like, we, we don't allow snake oil salesmen. No, you know, we don't. <laughs> yeah. Notionally like we, we don't allow snake oil salesmen. You know, you can't just, you can't sell a Coke by having a guy in a wheelchair, take a drink of a Coke and then jump out of his wheelchair as if it made allowed him to walk. That's, that's considered malpractice by corporations. Well, why does the media doesn't get any special First Amendment right? They are allowed the same First Amendment right as everyone else. It's what makes the independent press exist. The First Amendment, which was given to the citizens of the United States, allowed the independent press to exist. It wasn't there's no special carve out just because the press is mentioned. There's no super First Amendment to
1: the press. Certainly.
0: It's the. I think what is. They act like
1: they do. They act like they do. I mean, they also act like we're the bad guys for not wanting all of these horrible things to be continuing to happen. I mean, they're. (laughs) You could say that they are, in fact, lying subversives who want to see the destruction of all things good in the world. Um, But you could say that. That would be maybe irresponsible to to make such a bold claim. But I think that your statement of when is it, uh, what did you say, malpractice? mm -hmm. I think it goes beyond that. When is it in fact, what would it be, subversion, sedition? I mean it is – it's not just lying for the sake of lying. It is lying for the sake of intentionally trying to manipulate – And to manipulate and ruin the ability of public discourse within the nation, to ruin the ability of the American people to correctly see reality as it is and thus be able to correctly have conversations about it, which we say is part of our, you know, much vaulted uh, democratic process. They're not just lying to people. They're lying to people with the intention of, with the intention of making it easier for their masters to destroy the country. That is why they're lying. They're lying for very bad reasons. They're lying so that, that they can manipulate how people think into a, into into seeing a world that is fake and false. That's, Far beyond just malpractice, that is—that is essentially treason to the nation. I mean, I would—I would, yeah, I'll just say that it's—it's it's not malpractice; it's—it is treason. It's treason or sedition or whatever negative term you wanted to use, but it is probably the single greatest force—the—the the, the mainstream media and their uh, as a whole is probably the greatest force preventing a error correction of the course we're heading. It is the biggest thing preventing good people from trying to stop the country from rolling towards the cliff. No.
0: And that, that, yeah, that's absolutely, that that's absolutely correct. The, the, I mean, yeah. Some somebody at some point is going to send me the definition of treason. But if if you don't get it, then you never will. Um, which is which is also just fun. Um, <clears throat> interesting that you bring that up, right? Because because we're almost we're almost towing around some of the uh, uh, we're 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 kind of doing the making fun of establishment conservatives, free market stuff, right? Um, because, Always fun because that's that's going to be the. That that would be an argument that could come, which is like, well, oh, my God, like, what are we supposed to do? Like, should, you know, the government punishing the press, is that really a road we want to walk down? You know, all that crap. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But to that same effect, interestingly enough, today, the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, announced that he was going to ban any vaccine mandates, regardless, and there's no government uh, there. The uh, state of Texas doesn't recognize a government vaccine mandate and no private companies will be allowed to issue vaccine mandates. They will be punished by the awesome. state of Texas for issuing vaccine mandates. Now, great. For, for those of you who haven't realized yet when it comes to GOP governors, I am remaining extremely skeptical of all of them. Whether it's Greg Abbott or Ron DeSantis or who the hell ever, really. I'm just very skeptical of anyone who's a Republican right now um, because I don't trust the party. So don't, don't mistake my praise for this move as praise directly for Greg Abbott. Just because you do a good thing doesn't mean you will continue to do so. I'm just letting everyone know my cynicism now, sure. just just so they're aware. But this was hilarious, because what did we see? We saw the neocon establishment folk, typically known as the Never Trumpers, come out and scream to high heaven for the free market. Oddly, they were silent when Joe Biden issued his vaccine mandate, where he was claiming to have the power and ability to punish any business that didn't mandate that their employees get vaccinated Oddly silent for the free market then, but now, oh, if you want to stop vaccine mandates, that's a free market issue. This is this is what's actually very fascinating to me. Because think about Mm -hmm. that for a second. So you have the White House that wants to impose vaccine mandates on all employers, right? Right. That sounds like a free market issue. You know, it's the government telling businesses what they can and can't do. Um, Whether or not they it's we're not talking about whether they can do it. We're talking about the fact that they want to and they plan to. Now, you have a governor who's saying, no, I will not allow the enforcement of vaccine mandates on private like on private businesses. And if you're a private business, I won't allow you to mandate your employees. To be vaccinated and everyone Mm -hmm. screams, but the free market, how can the government get involved? Amazing that on either side of the issue, you're going to have somebody crying about the free market.
1: Right. I honestly, a lot of times we need to recognize this. The enemy knows the things that we hold dear. And they will specifically try to make arguments that, try, that are aimed at trapping us from being able to oppose them. We see them do it with the free market all the time. Well, they will set up a situation where the only way we can oppose the, whatever horrendous thing they're doing is to take a line that is counter to the free market. And then they will say, oh, I guess you guys really don't love the free market after all. And then a bunch of conservatives go, like, curl up like little shrimp left in the sun and go, oh, you're right. I guess you just win this one. (laughs) So I think it is very important to be able to, to let go of the free market from time to time. There are situations in which the free market will absolutely serve us very, very poorly. And we need to be ready to accept that. And have a good argument or argument or even plan or anything to say at that point, which is, yeah, well, maybe the free market doesn't win in this scenario. If the free market is what makes this bad thing happen, then the free market is no longer serving me and I'm not a slave to the free market. I'm a sovereign individual. I'm not a slave to anything and so I'm not going to be a slave to the free market in this scenario. Well, and th- this is
0: what's actually interesting is it, it goes a little bit um, that there's there's a depth to this statement a- and that depth is. If you were the left, why wouldn't you weaponize the free market specifically so your enemies would lose faith in it? Yeah, sure. And that's exactly what they're doing. And and now part of it's because you you knew. Uh, You know, they they look in Congress and they see the shrimp. And so they know they just need to bring out the sun. <laughs> I don't know Pretty why, much, yeah. but I absolutely love your shirking shrimp reference. Um, But but yeah, that that's exactly it is. I mean, that doesn't mean shill for the free market because or else the Democrats win. It's just the point is, is they knew how this was going to go. Um, yeah. You know, they, it's the problem with having sacred cows, right? if you have a sacred cow well then your enemy just slaughters it and so that is and and there is a malleability there like i well to be honest as i talk to some of some of my friends out there who get very upset when we have these conversations on the show my explanation to them is well it's okay for me to say these things because it's not like america actually has a free market i mean southwest right. airlines is a really great example of that um, why would they, why were they trying to push, uh, vaccine mandates so hard? Oh, I don't know. Could it have something to do with the fact that they, um, you know, have a bunch of government bailouts?
1: Stands you to know, reason, doesn't they're, it?
0: They're basically in an economy that requires constant bailouts. Or Sorry. They're, they're in a sector of the economy that requires government bailouts and can absolutely be coerced into doing whatever Joe Biden wants because basically the airline industry has been being paid by the federal by by the US taxpayer for I don't know what decades now probably so yeah yeah like that's not a free market where where's the freedom in the market so good point yeah. And, and I mean, there's, there's lots of examples of that and the collusion and everything. I mean, everyone knows, right? Like we're, we're watching a massive, you know, we're watching the pharmaceutical industry make billions of dollars while the government, while members of Congress are invested in those stocks are also reaping millions of dollars in dividends, all while scaring the hell out of Americans, all while oh. the, uh, all while the media, who has the majority of their ad buys by pharmaceutical companies, especially during daytime, are spending their time lying about the vaccine, scaring more people into you know possibly going and buying you know getting daily COVID pills and all of this garbage. I saw Eric Erickson claim that people who who do the follow the money on COVID are the craziest of conspiracy theories theorists. Which is a good way of saying of never Trumpers like Eric Erickson admitting that you really don't like it when people follow the money on coronavirus because it makes you feel really bad for the fact that you've been on the wrong side of the debate the whole time.
1: Also, it is worth pointing out and always worth remembering. No one pays for a covid vaccination. Mm -hmm. They are all paid with government taxpayer money. The billions of dollars, in the tens of billions of dollars, in fact, that are going to be made by pharmaceutical companies, by, like, by a couple pharmaceutical companies, in the tens of billions of dollars is all taxpayer money. None of it, and oh, and all the money going to, that uh, that's going to be enriching the portfolios of a bunch of Congress members that invested in these companies before they happen to start mandating the products these companies sell. All of that money is taxpayer money. So uh, it just seems, at the very least, all of it is so improper that it deserves a healthy deal, a healthy amount of criticism. I mean, it. If there was nothing else about the COVID vaccine that made anyone nervous, the simple fact that it's being done with public funds and that all of the people that are in charge of mandating it for every citizen are getting rich off of investing into these companies before they made the mandates, that's – everything else about it doesn't matter. That alone is a reason to be highly critical of it. It's like no absolutely the, oh and just like you said follow the money it's okay the, the pharmaceutical companies are going to make billions off government funds they, but they but people need to go and take this free thing well we'll just lie to them through our mouthpieces of the media and tell them they need to go get this oh my gosh right now it's the most important thing in the world and then they're going to it's it, it if you came to me in 5 years and I woke up one morning and it was you know, bombshell investigative report like finally drops about COVID and it turns out it's all just been a giant money way to fleece money out of the U.S. taxpayer and into the hands of pharmaceutical companies. I honestly wouldn't be surprised. It's like, all right, guys, I get it. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to repackage the flu. It'll just be the normal. It'll be the flu. People are going to get sick, but then we're going to tell them they need to take our Our vaccine or whatever. And uh, the government's going to pay for it because, you know, all our congressmen who are in our pocket will tell them how much they're going to make when our sock goes through the roof. And then they'll mandate it. We'll give it, sell it to the government at a ridiculous price and we'll all make billions. That's such a possibility that it deserves serious investigation and skepticism.
0: Well, yeah, and and it's it's funny because, you know, you look at it and we watched so many people who, you know, had businesses closed down, people whose work may have gone out, you know, the economy got demolished, right, over this whole pandemic. And then you see record profits coming from the pharmaceutical companies who were involved in creating and distributing the vaccine. And it's not a good argument on the GOP side when people go, I think it's pretty messed up that the pharmaceutical companies were able to make billions of dollars of profit off this. And their yeah. response is, well, they deserve to make money for their business. Like, dude, it was entirely subsidized by the taxpayer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, have... it just goes to show – it goes to show how successful the media brainwashing campaign is on these matters. We're talking about the pilots striking right now, causing huge transportation problems across, in, for, across tons of airports. That's a huge, huge deal, and the media is trying to lie about that story, pretend it doesn't exist, tell everyone it's just the weather – when that is a massive story that deserves to be told. It's like if they're going to lie about that, what else are they going to lie about? What else are they going to obfuscate? How many people sitting in these newsrooms, they have to be making the decision of, you know, we're not going to tell the truth on this one. Because my I got a phone call from our boss and he said, you know, I've been getting phone calls from congressmen and senators. Don't ruin the game for them. It is absolutely incredible the, the the way this has been put together but is is it is effective it is effective because we all know there are liberals out there who are completely completely blindsided by this and have absolutely no idea that all of these things are going on if you weren't paying attention to social media if you pay, weren't paying attention to this show if you weren't paying attention to alternative sources You would right now be sitting there and going, wow, they must have crazy weather in Florida. Mm -hmm. And you'd have no clue what the reality of the situation was. And that is exactly what the mainstream media wants you to think. They want you to see their headline, come away with their opinion and go about your life as if that is a true thing that is in the world. And think about that years down the road. We know what what happens with that. Think of how many people were preached to this whole idea, like critical race theory. How much that was preached to people from positions of authority, and they now view it with zero skepticism, and that is an integral part of their entire worldview and way they see the world. Mm-hmm. It, it Just that alone has poisoned people so much that it, it is driving us to some sort of national divorce. We're already hitting – there's a great term that I found. I came upon recently, which I loved, and it was called political parallax, which is the exact same thing: is a negative to one side and a positive to the other. Do you remember seeing uh, there was an ad released, an attack ad on Ron DeSantis in Florida, and the attack ad was a bunch of people on a plane, and then the the stewardess, you know, the, the screen comes up and the stewardess says. Uh, we are now entering Florida airspace where they don't have vaccine mandates and people don't have to wear masks and they're not taking coronavirus super seriously and everybody's going about and living their lives and there's no lockdown. And you look at it and go, oh, this is political parallax. To the left, their worldview is so warped away from reality that they look at that and go, oh my gosh, Florida sounds terrible. And we look at the exact same ad and think wow florida sounds great it's very interesting times and it is all coming about because the media is intentionally trying to manipulate the minds of a lot of americans and they have been successful with a good portion of them
0: you know it's funny you bring that up um random aside on that like we've got the governor's race going on um here in virginia right Yeah. And we have Terry McAuliffe, who is a big uh, campaign uh, finance guy for the Clintons. Uh, So he's been in bed with the Democrats for a long time. And then you have uh, Glenn Youngkin. And I don't know a lot about Glenn Youngkin. Um, He seems kind of like a regular conservative squish to me. I mean, it it is what it is. It's the guy we got. Right. Um, But I as, as I've already explained, I don't trust him (laughs) because I don't trust anybody from the party right now. And he seems kind of squishy. I know he was a never Trumper at the beginning. So he seems like he goes with the political winds. Doesn't really matter. The sell that the McAuliffe campaign is going for is about how extreme right wing Glenn Youngkin is. And in their attack ads, I'm like, man, I wish this guy was going to be this awesome. (laughs) Like, like, that guy, like, I wish the Republican Party ran candidates like what Terry McAuliffe claims that they're going to run. You know, like, oh, man, if that was the Republican Party, we'd be we'd be in great shape right now. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I can't get over, Um, you know, into the which, by the way, I'll connect this later on in the show. Interesting. uh, A clip that came from the gubernatorial debate here in Virginia where Terry McAuliffe said that he does not believe that parents should have a say in children's education. Talking about parents that were protesting at school board meetings, Mm. because we have a fun story that we'll get to a little bit later from Virginia. (laughs) So uh, I have a feeling that Glenn Youngkin might do pretty well, actually, given these revelations with statements made by, Terry McAuliffe about what he thinks parents should and should not have a say in. Um, but sure. to to the pilot thing, uh, something that I do want to touch on. It's interesting how much the media doesn't want. Um, how the media doesn't want anyone talking about the fact that pilots are protesting hmm. vaccine mandates.
1: This is a very interesting point, because the other group that had got fired in mass and created a big national issue that was then lied about and covered up by the media was when a lot of nurses were recently fired from their jobs for refusing the vaccine mandate in their thousands. Nurses were fired because they refused the vaccine because they refused to take the covid vaccine. That didn't make much news, but what did make the news was all of these reports of suddenly all these hos, hospitals are so understaffed, and they have barely have enough staff to meet their current needs, and it's so horrible. COVID's really hitting us hard. That was interesting. Now it's with pilots, but we're seeing it. So there's a slightly different tone to it. Because pilots are professionals. Granted, like a lot of nurses are professionals too, but pilots are viewed on the same level, or in a similar vein as, I would say, doctors. Everyone recognizes doctors and nurses are on on kind of different levels. And I personally feel like I would put pilots into a more professional category than nurses. i put them in the same professional category as doctors and lawyers and engineers and things.
0: Yeah, Very highly technical skill.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Many of them work the career, many of them are veterans in their field of many decades and they're very i think they're they're rightly viewed as a very professional class of people
0: yeah now don't take that as a bash nurses we know that there's different categories and things but sure understand that your airline pilot somebody who flies a massive aircraft with hundreds of people on it Usually has a very technical set of skills that requires a very specific set of training. <clears throat> that they're they're viewed as white collar. That's that's well, really and, what we're into.
1: I think the other part is it's a huge level of responsibility. Mm-hmm. You're flying a plane full of a couple hundred people in a tin can hurtling above Earth with nothing to stop you from crashing into a mountainside, killing everyone in a fiery catastrophe of the humanity like there is a huge amount of responsibility that goes to pilots and i think that's why they're viewed as a more impressive job than others they're viewed as a more professional job and i think part of it is because there's so much there's so much at stake they they are the they're kind of like a ship captain it's like no that's a very prestigious position
0: yeah yeah no and and yeah so I think the media, I mean, aside from just the standard of we can't show anybody protesting these vaccine mandates, I think Mm. the big lie here where they want to rush out and claim that it was the weather and just literally like nothing to see behind the curtain is because you can't take airline pilots and make them Trump supporters.
1: Yeah, you can't make them dumb. Right.
0: Yeah, that's, that's the thing. If it were truckers, they probably wouldn't oh, yeah. report it, but they wouldn't do everything in their power to make sure it doesn't get reported, right? right. And that's because truckers, oh, these big dummy dumps, oh, they're probably all from middle middle America. Ugh.
1: Yeah, look at all these dumb pilots, probably all Trump supporters from middle America. Everyone's going to hear that and go, wait, they're pilots? Like, they fly planes for a living? Like, they're accredited professional pilots yeah they're all dumb trump supporters okay why don't they want the vaccine what do they know that i don't (laughs) that's and i think that's exactly why they want this story to go away because people will rightfully ask okay that guy is a pilot he's a professional there's no way he's dumb you can't like dumb pilots don't last very long so What does that guy know that I don't? Why does he not want to take the vaccine? What's his argument for this? And if there's anything about the whole left, progressive media, everybody, we know the biggest thing they are trying to crush and avoid is people actually looking outside of their little false hyper reality box, and just interacting with our arguments, just going, okay, well, what's what are you like? Someone honestly looking, talking to us and saying. well, why do you think that? That's the their biggest concern. They're terrified of that because they don't make any sense and we absolutely do. It's like and on almost every single topic, the right-wing response is a more logically coherent response than anything the left throws out there, which is why they know if any normal person honestly interacts with a right a actual right-wing opinion, they're going to go, oh, yeah, those guys actually have it totally figured out. I've been being lied to the whole time. It's going to break the spell, and once the spell is broken, you're out forever. Do you mean to tell me
0: that airline pilots are all a bunch of flat-earth QAnon conspiracy theorists?
1: Uh, you know, what if they... they weren't before, I wonder how many are now. <laughs> what... Like, that would be a good question. What how many... Airline pilots now were like, how many airline pilots have voted Democrat their whole lives, and now are suddenly going, holy shit, look at the media lying about this whole strike. Like they're saying it's the weather. This is crazy. Like I really need to start looking into everything the media tells me is wrong and false that I should avoid. Like how many of them do you think have have reevaluated their decisions and like, okay, I thought I, th- I thought every Trump supporter was some crazy QAnon conspiracy theorist because there has to be some pilots that thought that. Sure. It's like a lot of people think that how many of them are now watching the way the media goes and go, oh, my God, when every all those dumb Trump supporters are saying the media lies all the time. They were totally right.
0: Oh, I will tell you, there are a lot of people waking up
1: in entire uh, sure.
0: sectors of the economy. I mean, you know, yeah. <clears throat> There's a lot of nurses, especially you know. Remember, in the beginning, we we've brought it up of uh, all the you know TikTok twerk videos and hail to the heroes and all that garbage nonsense. You know, we weren't ever sure. anti nurse, but it was like you know, or anti medical staff. But we were definitely rolling our eyes as hard as possible and trying not to cringe ourselves mm-hmm. into a seizure um, over the nonsense, but. It, it, or hero worship, really. Um, and we, we, we of course, brought up the fact that it was like, guys, you know, every person stocking mm-hmm. a store shelf still has to work too, but okay, sure, you know? Um, <clears throat> point is, uh, when it really came down to it, because, okay, we're all in this pandemic, this is happening, so you did a, a bunch of, you know, here's where all the heroes are, that's one thing. It's another thing when their jobs are being threatened and who was there, who was Uh, there to defend you when something was actually going to affect your family. Very good point. That's, I mean, that's what I'm saying is like, there are a lot of nurses Mm -hmm. whose only solace was found in people that they were told were crazy conspiracy theorists and, and, you know, the worst people and the biggest threats to democracy, those are now the people who are fighting to make sure you keep your job. The governors that you were told Hmm. to despise for the last year are the ones who are keeping the government from firing you. Hmm. And there's no way that these people don't notice that.
1: I'm sure they do. Probably drives them crazy.
0: Yeah, Yeah, well, because... I mean, I don't luck, luckily we're we're awfully nice people, so at least they don't get like psychotically radicalized about it, but we're like, Yeah, no, it's okay, you've been lied to, and it's fine. Come on. Come over here and sit down on the couch. We've made cookies for everyone because so many of you were coming. Um Sure. <laughs> so like but I mean, and that's what's happening because you know, I'm I'm seeing this every day with engagement with people. There are a like it, and I'm, I'm not even joking when I say entire sectors of, an, of the economy are suddenly going. Now, I, I don't mean it as like, hey, by the way, all of finance is suddenly right wing. I don't mean it like that, but it's just like there are swaths of people because there's so much specific targeting that's going on and lying. And you're not wrong. Like, be these pilots right now. Know why you protest and then watch CNN say that it was the weather. And then think about the, yeah. you know, what what is it the standard of the? Oh, your crazy uncle! Think about your crazy uncle who screamed fake news at you supposedly, you know, at Thanksgiving dinner, and you went, "Go, oh, I I gotta call Uncle Uncle Bob," and tell him yeah. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> like that's yeah, happening. Well, think think about the think about your crazy uncle, but now think about him being a pilot that you basically can't. He's like. <laughs> Well, shoot, I want to like poke holes in what this guy says, but he's a pilot like shit. Like he flies a plane full of people. Like if anybody's going to know what they're talking about, at least on something, it's going to be this guy. And I think that that also could be why a lot of progressives absolutely hate this and are why the media is trying to make it. So, and I think the media know it doesn't care what we think. They are oh, sure. desperate to make sure that liberals and Democrats stay in the box and keep thinking what they're told to think. Oh, and I think they're terrified that a bunch of people if they if they learned if a bunch of democrats learn like democrat voting americans across the country learned that there was a pretty big pilot strike causing a big problem with a lot of airlines they would probably start going well I don't want my pilot to be a Trump supporter. Like, that's terrifying. Like, I don't want to face that reality. Like, oh, geez. I mean, it would start throwing, and it would start throwing everything else the media says. in. It, it would start allowing people to question it. It would open it up to, well, okay, well, why why not though? Like, they want the vaccine mandate. Well, why is it good? Why do we need the mandate? I mean, if people, it, and I think as people get inconvenienced, probably a lot of people are going, Sure, I might vote a Democrat my entire life and believe in the COVID vaccine and think COVID's totally, like, everything the news says. But is the mandate really necessary? Why is the mandate necessary? Why do we need to mandate it all? Wait a minute. If it doesn't stop transmission of COVID, and it doesn't stop infections from COVID, and it only makes the, like, potentially makes it a little not as bad, but then why are we mandating it at all? Like, obviously it doesn't do anything. Like whether it, Israel Israel, and Singapore both had like 90% vax populations and they're now like back in lockdown from COVID. So clearly the vax doesn't work and mandating it's not going to fix anything. That's exactly what they're terrified of.
0: Right. Well, and yeah, and, and that's, yeah, it, it's, it, it's a, I think that what what we're seeing in a lot of ways and it goes back to what we were talking about kind of earlier in the program about optics and everything when it comes from the White House it very much looks like the left is in what I would term a war of sustainment yeah they That's I don't good. they're not gaining ground right these people are in a war of sustainment right now what we're seeing is the left is literally just trying to maintain its base, which is strange and I think adds to the, as they call it, conspiracy theory, because why would you be fighting so hard just to maintain your base if you just had yeah. the most popular president in history, who, by the way, has dismal approving approval rating right now? He's at like 34% nine months into his presidency. Yeah. Most popular president in history, though.
1: Most popular in history. Well, so we had another story. Yes. And talking about the media. Oh, my God. And basically what I'm waiting for, we started seeing this recently, was various news outlets starting to tenuously make the connections of, are pilots going on strike or because refusing the vaccine mandate? Is that domestic terrorism?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts? (laughs) yeah there there were absolutely liberals out there and publications that were trying to push out the idea that you see there's a thin line between uh protesting and domestic terrorism and what these pilots are doing is domestic terrorism because that's the new word
1: yeah they love that one so but it's not just pilots now oh
0: no, and it gets better. Yeah. Protesting va- protesting an election that had very dubious outcomes and states that didn't even follow their own constitutions. That's a domestic terrorism. Mm. Protesting anything involving the vaccine. That is also a
1: domestic terrorism. Potentially Care- even worse things like, I don't know, loving your children might yeah. be now considered carrying terrorism
0: about your children's education. Now that is a domestic terrorism.
1: If there was anything that was a domestic terrorism, that's definitely a domestic terrorism. It's the worst kind. The worst kind.
0: So, of course, the National School Board Association sent a letter to the President of the United States. So let's start with this. Let's start with this media lie. The the National School Board Association sent a letter to the President of the United States demanding... That parents who were protesting at school board meetings, because we've all seen these videos, videos of parents that are going up and they're either. I mean, it's all sorts of stuff. CRT. uh, There was the school board that had that the mayor demanded they resign or be prosecuted because they had such graphic sexual books in a library. Um, You've had I mean, parents upset over critical race theory a lot of the racial stuff that's being taught in their classrooms, mask mandates, vaccine mandates, all of this stuff. Parents are pissed off at their schools and the way that their schools are being operated, and they are making their voices heard by going to school board meetings. And understand a lot of the school boards are elected, or at least the superintendent is, but these are elected officials. They are supposed to be responsible to the citizens. That's how this works. But when the citizens go to speak up, all of a sudden, It's terrorism. Questioning the government is terrorism. There's only one type of government that claims questioning it is terrorism, and that's an authoritarian government. So the National School Board Association sent a letter to the president of the United States saying that these people were being domestic terrorists. What's amazing about it was the Associated Press fact-checked articles from independent media and alternative media that was absolutely saying, Hey, these guys are saying that parents who give a damn about their kids and speak up are domestic terrorists. And the AP fact check it's saying they did not call them domestic terrorists except they did five times in the letter. Yeah. They literally used the words domestic terrorism multiple times in the letter. Not, not, not if as if that wasn't bad enough they even gave them legal like a legal road to walk down which was to prosecute parents under the gun safety act or under the patriot act wow i want you to understand that the national school board association recommended that Joe Biden, the president of the United States, prosecute parents who, quote, threatened school board members. Understand, we don't have videos of that. We don't have videos of yeah. threats at school board members. We have people being angry and upset over what school boards are doing, but they get to claim that they feel threatened. They feel intimidated. That That's how this works. You know, Oh well, I got an angry email. So it's so get the Patriot Act out everyone. Get the drones up so Joe Biden can bomb yeah. another family.
1: <laughs> I mean, this time they'll be Americans.
0: This is not a Babylon B article. The Patriot Act. The National School Board Association recommended the use of the Patriot Act against parents who were upset at the school board. This is the kind of crap that liberals would make up during the George W Bush presidency. Yeah. This is the kind of crap that liberals would make up when talking about Trump.
1: The what is insane Act. is that some is that this is not coming from the government. This is coming from a bunch of people on this school board, the national school board. Like yes. Yeah. they the, the people that have worked there feel this – have, have done this. This isn't – like it's one thing to say, oh, there's a shadowy cabal of Democrats that's running the, ruining the country. Yeah, but there's also a bunch of people. Like this is just a group of people at the National School Board that's like, you know what? I hate Trump supporters, and I feel it is my duty to twist this country into a cruel mockery of everything they love. <laughs> so you know what we should do? The parents aren't going to want us to do that, so let's use the tools available and we'll find some legal way that we can completely destroy the morale of parents so that they won't stop us from doing what we know is wrong to their kids. Like the only reason you'd be invoking these things is if you knew you were doing something that would warrant a very serious and very violent response. Like, well, that's what I think about the left all the time is they constantly talk about a civil war and oh, my gosh, can't all the Trump supporters are going to want to murder their neighbors. And part of me kind of wonders, like, do you guys do you guys know what you're doing? Do you guys know that you are actually behaving in a way that is totally justifying very serious counter reactions to you and you're. And you know that, and that's just why you're trying to get ahead of the game. Be like, no, see, they're all violent terrorists. So when we push them to do things that are violent and terroristic, it's, to- it's totally their fault. Like, we're going to, do- I-, I know what we'll do. We'll destroy the ability for for any family to, like, live and work and feed itself um, unless they bend the knee to us. And then we're going to act shocked that there's a bunch of resentment and hatred there. What's amazing to me, is
0: their whole claim was that they felt intimidated. And so their obvious solution Mm. was uh, deploy the FBI and the national security apparatus. Yeah. I I also should point out this. I, I can't state this enough. This came from the national school board association. It was a letter sent to the president of the United States Oh, and by the way, just so you guys are all aware, in case you weren't already tracking, the Biden DOJ responded and said that they were oh. going to look into these things. Oh, they are going to be investigating the potential of domestic terrorism. So they got a response. Um, who's the bully in this situation? Uh, because yeah. do do the parents have some sort of political committee that can just send a letter to the president of the United States and Get him to basically take, like, immediate action within days?
1: I'm going to guarantee they don't.
0: Colleen, don't get ahead of our story in the chat. Calm it down. Um, Yeah, of course. Of course they don't. Now, so you have a, you know, you, the National School Board Association, has a political action committee, has the ability to get the ear of the president of the United States and convince him to basically deploy the troops to come and protect you. You feel intimidated. No wonder these parents are terrified about what you can do. No wonder they yeah. feel need to come in mass
1: and yell at you. Yeah. And, and the thing is they're justified. They're totally justified in yelling at you for this. And the, what's crazy is it's it would it would be as simple as just not doing the thing that, that's making them upset anymore. Why is that? Why is that not even on the table? Like, wow, well, maybe we should just back off and not do the thing that's making all these parents super upset. No, no, it's you know what? They're super upset, so let's um make them super upset and hopeless by calling in the FBI and labeling them domestic terrorists. You know what's going to be great? When they feel they have absolutely no other recourse, only good things are going to happen. You know what I've always heard? The the true axiom that uh, people always say is, nothing is less dangerous than a cornered animal. Go ahead and smack (laughs) a tiger in the face when it's backed into a corner. It loves that and will only become less violent. (laughs)
0: Well, and and that's what makes this even more amazing was – this was just last week with all of this going on. And then today, um, in that national school board association letter, they referenced a very specific incident that occurred in Loudoun County, Virginia, just North of where I am. Hmm. And it was because a man got arrested. And I remember when this occurred, it was only a few months ago, if I remember correctly. And, a man was arrested. Uh, he was arrested for resisting arrest, which is a very confusing prospect. But, hey, you know, point is, is uh, all these people showed up at this. The, I'll give you the background of this whole Loudoun County thing because it's very wild. A bunch of parents showed up to protest things that the school board was doing. The school board went super wild. Loudoun County is the richest county in America. Um, it's where a lot of the D.C. elite live. Um And their school board has decided to just just go full bore, right? And so everything was on the table, especially when it came to like mask mandates and all sorts of other crazy business. But parents showed up because they, you know, when it came to CRT and some of the other stuff that was going on in the school, and they started protesting the school board because the school board was basically just doing whatever they wanted. They were not being transparent, all sorts of other crazy stuff. The school board, because of how it's all set up, declared, well, first of all, at one point, that school board bust in Black Lives Matter activists from as far away as, I believe, Atlanta. Wow. Because nobody in the room was on the side of let's teach kids to hate each other based on their race. So they needed to get some people that were supportive of this. So they bust in Black Lives Matter people. This was documented. There were absolutely people there that took pictures of buses that were arriving at a school board meeting with activists on them. Mm -hmm. But to make it better, the school board declared the meeting an unlawful assembly and that is what got the police brought out hmm. so the police started to remove people there was an argument i believe and some people were arrested one of the people that were that was arrested um happens to be a father And he ended up spending, if I remember correctly, this is difficult, but if I remember correctly, he spent about 10 days in jail. But the prosecutor wanted to, like, go after this guy hardcore. Mm -hmm. Now, understand (laughs) the guy who was arrested and this was used in the National School Board Association's letter for why they should call them domestic terrorists. His name is Scott Smith. Scott Smith was there to talk about the transgender policy that was being implemented in the schools. Now, of course, this guy also became the poster boy of radical, crazy, psycho parent domestic terrorist. And obviously a bigot because he's against transgender policies, right? Well, luckily, the Daily Wire asked the question of why. Why were you there? And they got a response and they published it today. So, this yeah. comes from the Daily Wire's article. On June 22nd, Scott Smith was arrested at Loudoun County, Virginia school Bo- at a Loudoun, Ca- Loudoun County, Virginia school board meeting. A meeting that was ultimately deemed an unlawful assembly after many attendees vocally opposed a policy on transgender students. What people did not know is that weeks prior, on May 28th, Smith says a boy allegedly wearing a skirt entered a girl's bathroom at nearby Stonebridge High School, where he sexually assaulted Smith's nine grade, nine, ninth grade daughter. Juvenile records mm-hmm. are sealed, but Scott's attorney, Elizabeth Lancaster, told The Daily Wire That a boy was charged with two counts of forcible sodomy, one count of anal sodomy, and one count of forcible fellatio, related to an incident that day at that school. As a result of the viral video showing his arrest, Smith became the poster child for what the National School Board Association has since suggested could be a form of domestic terrorism. A white A white, blue-collar male who showed up to harangue obscure public servants on his local school board. This man's daughter was raped in a school bathroom Hmm. by a boy in a skirt. Oh, and by the way, the school tried to cover it up. They transferred that student to another school.
1: Additionally... The same 15-year-old boy was has all was also charged with sexual battery and abduction after he forced a girl into an empty classroom, held her against her will, and touched her inappropriately.
0: Yeah, he did it again.
1: Here's an interesting thing to just remember in the timeline of these events. So the uh, assault on Mr. Smith's daughter happened in May, at the end of May in 2021. Mm-hmm end of may in august of 2021 a couple months later Loudoun county school board approved their controversial transgender student policy so during the time that his daughter was raped and this other girl was essentially sexually assaulted by this trans student the school board was trying to push through its brand new flashy transgender student policy it, the policy required all LCPS staff to undergo inclusivity training. It set a five-year deadline to modify all existing school restrooms. And essentially, it instituted the transgenders as a protected class within the school.
0: Yeah. And as part of his sentencing, he was gagged. Yeah. So we I can't I, talk about it. Yeah. I, I just want people to understand um, that this guy's daughter was raped and he was ordered by a judge to not talk about it because then the school board wouldn't be able to continue to push their transgender stuff. So th- there's no yeah. reason why you would order somebody gagged on speaking out on something like this, unless it's, well, it's going to make people feel bad. And well, geez, I mean, if he talks about the fact that a a guy wearing a skirt, raped his daughter, then people might think bad things about transgenders.
1: Uh, In fact, people might have criticism of trans transgenders. And we all know where that leads. (laughs) That leads to, that leads to domestic terror. It's, (laughs)
0: literal genocides (laughs) it's absolutely mind-blowing yeah it's absolutely incredible and and so i mean now this has absolutely blown up in the national school board association's face as well as the media good as well as just everyone Like I said earlier in the program, um, this is going to be a huge boon story wise uh, when it comes to like the gubernatorial race, because we have uh, Terry McAuliffe, the Democrat governor running here in Virginia, who says that parents should not have a say in their children's education. And you have Loudoun County, you know, Virginia covering up the rape of a ninth grader um, specifically because they don't want people thinking bad things about transgenders even though this is the exact abuse this is what's so insane to me is this is the exact abuse that people were warning about
1: yeah this is exactly what we were upset about when we said don't drop these transgender policies they're going to they're going to be bad transgenders in women's restrooms remember that whole debate that kind of came and went through the Popular culture. It was exactly to stop exactly this from happening because we all knew that this was exactly what was going to happen. And yet all of these liberals, whether intentionally or not, made sure that they did everything they could to put in gag orders, to shut down meetings, to make it so – and to essentially pervert justice, to ensure that these policies went through. It was – how was it possibly so important to them to push through a transgender policy when everybody when, all, when there were all of these very legitimate concerns? Why was it so important to push through a transgender policy that you would ignore the rape of one of your young female students by a transgender in a women's restroom? That you then said, you know what? We need to ignore that so that we can make sure that there are more transgenders in women's restrooms with young girls. It is, it is a mind-bending – only a evil person could actually follow through and put any effort behind that. How, how evil were the people on the school board that they would actually try to deny these claims just so they could put out their, their policy? I, I, it's, I, it's I, think horrendous.
0: I think it's what happens when gullible and stupid people and easily emotionally manipulated people are basically told, if you agree with this, you're the good guy, and if you disagree with it, you're the bad, hateful person. Because mm-hmm. th- th- you're right. Like it makes no sense. It, these. How many members of the Loudoun County School Board marched in the pussy hat protest and hashtag me Too'd their asses off? Yeah. And then they did this. Yeah. And it has to it- be because this is this is the new good guy du jour. This is how you get your good guy stripes.
1: Yeah. You know, every it- cause they've ever championed has always been in bad faith. They never stick with it as soon as they have a new cause or a different mechanism with which to embarrass and manipulate their enemies. That is the only thing that they care about. They will claim to support rape victims if they can use it to embarrass and manipulate their enemies. They will they will claim to support transgenders if they can use it to embarrass and manipulate their enemies. They will claim to support, you know, race, anti-racism, all of these things. None of them ever are carried through to their logical conclusion or even stuck with as a core component, even after all of the performative emotion that these people will put into those causes, they will drop them at the... They will drop them instantly if they need to for for any sort of political gain because they do not care about those things. They care about something else and that something is much, much worse.
0: Yeah, it's... This is... This is incredible. And I I was going through comments just because I sometimes sometimes I want to see the liberal reaction and you can definitely tell that this story is like basically the long story short on is they they're horrified because the only defense that you get. This is kind of how you know that you've sort of won as best you can against deranged people Is Mm -hmm. when all they can do is criticize the source or gaslight somehow, but it's, well, I don't don't even know if that's true. I mean, it's the daily wire. So I, I, I just, that's the best they have. That's how, you know, at least, at, at, at least take some solace in the idea that that reaction tells you that liberals are in their own heads going Oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what good it's going to do, but maybe it will. Like, not, not, not every single person who supports this stuff. There, there are, for every evil, bad person who is just an awful human being, there are a lot of just emotionally manipulated people who've been told their whole lives, listen to me and I'll make sure you're one of the good people. And they just want to be good people yeah and they're manipulated by the left through the fact that we have compassion as human beings and they're manipulated their their compassion is manipulated for political gain, and their compassion and really to be honest, are just human want to kind of just leave everyone alone as long as they're not screwing with us that's manipulated, yeah, because anytime I have a debate when we talk about anything, especially when it you know when it comes to like you know transgender kids. The whole idea is everyone's like, well, I mean, you know, like, you know, if somebody's a certain way, I, I don't really care. And it's like, yeah, but you don't get to tell me how I get to speak about you. Yeah. And they go, <laughs> well, I mean, like, is it really so hard? It. That's not the point. The point is, is you don't get to tell me how I get to speak about you. Yeah. Because, by the way, in, in case people haven't noticed, this is just a thing that's been driving me nuts. And, and I know it's probably just a me thing. Sure. Pronouns only matter when you're speaking about someone, not to them. When you're speaking to someone, mm. you use their name. The whole pronoun sure. thing is literally somebody saying how you must speak about them when they're not present.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: Yeah, You don't get to know what, like... Everyone just, like, glossed over that and was like, pronouns are dumb. Dude, no, like, I'm sorry. You don't, uh uh-uh. You don't get to do that. You don't get to police how I talk about you. Go to hell. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, that is, anyway, same thing, right? You're going to tell me how I can talk about you. Then you're going to tell me, well, what's the big deal about wearing a mask? What's the big deal about getting a shot? What's the big deal about staying home like every damn time? Yeah. <laughs> so, what but, what's the big deal about sacrificing your firstborn?
1: <laughs> well, but this gets into it into a the the for, to further this uh story is the this father who was justifiably Very, very angry that his daughter was raped at the school and that the school then tried to cover it up for the benefit of the rapist. He didn't do anything super crazy. He didn't start building bombs in his basement. He didn't start burning down the houses of people on the school board. He did none of that. He went to the school board and yelled at them. And for that, he was called a domestic terrorist.
0: Yeah, that's a yeah,
1: the, his outburst is one of the things that precipitated the letter where they asked the president of the United States to deploy the entire military and in, intelligence infrastructure and force of the United States government against a angry father who had not been served justice. Yeah. Well, and, and they'll, and if they'll do it to him, they'll do it to anyone.
0: I mean, I'm, I'm, hmm. The fascinating part is what's weird about that is. Were they thanking their lucky stars? Is it because the national school board association sat down and was like, wow we're super lucky that all this guy did was yell. We better prepare for what's going to happen. If the next person isn't so polite. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how, like how, how else should we infer how that was handled? Cause there's no way you I've... don't know. Like if you're on the Loudoun County school board, you, you, you probably know about that situation. So was the reaction that they were like, oh my God, we're, you know, count your lucky stars that all that happened was Mr. Smith was pissed off?
1: I mean, that's my take on it is it's like if that same situation had happened to other men, I can see how someone would make very different decisions than just deciding to yell at the school board.
0: I I think that this guy, honestly should be heralded for his restraint and his use of the process. Yeah. He should be an example. Because definitely. I mean, <laughs> I'm not encouraging
1: any violence, but what would you do? I honestly yeah, seriously is it yeah. Is it really that hard to think that somebody who has their daughter raped wouldn't be out for vengeance?
0: No, no, I don't, I don't think it's ridiculous at all. Uh, uh, You you should, you should be very thankful that he did not arrive violently. Yeah. Like, it's just flat out right there. It's just, that's, that's. And recruiting other parents would not have been difficult for this man.
1: (laughs) No, it's just, it's the, and the fact that they treated him this way for something so serious it just exposes just how corrupt of spirit these people truly are, that you, you couldn't just address his situation that was where he was totally in the right. No, you had to go all the way to the other extreme, lie about it, and then when he got upset, call him a domestic terrorist and try to get the government to drag him off to some CIA black site. Or drone strike his house. I bet the people at the school board would be thrilled if there's like, oh, they drone struck his house and his whole family's dead. Well, now that's one more problem we don't have to deal with.
0: Simply, ugh. no. I mean, I'm glad that this story got out. Um, I'm if I remember correctly, I do believe that it was actually aired on Tucker Carlson tonight. Um, I don't, I don't watch Fox News because I don't watch my news. Um, but th- that means that it's it's out there now, right? And so, um, which is good because it's going to pick up steam. This is going to be one of those um, that this th- this is going to, I think, break the back of that entire order. Um, I, I, I honestly, I I know this is going to sound crazy to, to some people. I hope that uh, Biden doubles down on calling parents who care about their kids terrorists. I hope they double down on it, one hundred percent. Uh, Because I want... I mean, I know they want to. I want the Democrat Party to continue to tell people that uh, defying the government is terrorism. And then people get to, you know, look at that and say, well, if defending my daughter from being raped in a bathroom is terrorism, then I guess I'm a terrorist. Yeah. Like, this exposes... And... There's a lot of bad parts to this. And one Mm -hmm. bad part that I have to point out is there's no way the National School Board Association did not know that situation. When they used that man as a reference, there's absolutely no way the National School Board was not aware that that guy's daughter had been raped when they decided to use him as a reference of a domestic terrorist. Just understand that, Yeah. that a school board. Well, and, and even if or they didn't, let, let's just say that even if they didn't, the president of the United States then went to, to the department of justice and Merrick Garland was like, we're going to look
1: into this. And none of them looked. Or they did. And or they, they went, let's, yeah. you know, it's more convenient for us. If this guy's a terrorist, I don't we'll just believe- ignore it.
0: I don't believe for a second that they didn't look. I mean, we talked about how obsessed with optics they are. They looked. They just didn't think anyone would ever get the news out. Right. That's what happened. (laughs) Yeah. By the way, this just came across in the... In the news, uh, Michigan has charged three women with election fraud during the 2020 election. One of the women is accused of fraudulently filling out ballots in the names of nursing home residents without their permission. Hmm. We uh, highlighted this activity. It's called granny farming, and it's actually very popular with the Democrats. Ugh. I just, uh, I, I couldn't. God, um, these people. I couldn't help myself. <laughs> so, yeah. Tr- Trinae Maisha Rainey, a facility employee. Um, yeah. <laughs> did not contact residents as set by procedure and instead filled out the applications and forged the resident's
1: signature. Hmm. Awesome. So, I'm. I was told it was the safest and most secure election in American history. So. Yeah. What the hell was happening in all the other elections, I guess? Ah. Nancy
0: Juanita Williams planned to control absentee ballots for legally incapacitated persons under her care by fraudulently submitting 26 absentee ballot applications to nine identified city and township clerks.
1: Ugh. None
0: of... These... these I don't I don't think any of these votes were for Trump.
1: I'm gonna guess that they weren't. Um, I think they probably were for Biden. But hey, they were still votes for Biden, so he was the most voted for president in history.
0: well he he did tell, I mean, maybe I'm making some assumptions. Maybe I shouldn't say it. But maybe Trinae was afraid she wouldn't be black if she
1: didn't vote for him. Multiple. Times. I mean, he said it. He was the one that said it.
0: If if she's black, maybe she's not. I mean, it's entirely possible. There's there's obviously white Democrats that also would steal elections because they're Democrats, not because of their race. Hmm. Yeah. HG Cynical shares a uh, a headline here, and it's Michigan officials charge three people with voter fraud tell trump supporters to stop telling lies fraud is wide widespread <laughs> <laughs> hey we found fraud uh, quit telling people it's happening but stop uh, talking about it just move on
1: see but see this is what i mean is they clearly don't care that we know these things they're not trying that hard to conceal it from us but they are trying to conceal it really hard from their own base and that's a that's a factor that I keep, that we've keep coming back to is they're they're terrified their own base is going to wake up and see these things and be very upset and it seems like a lot of their effort is put towards making sure democrats themselves don't realize how bad things are.
0: So since I'm no, I mean, yeah, that's absolutely true. Like it's it's, it's going to get interesting, and, and this so, somewhat dovetails, but obviously what I'm kind of doing is, is skimming some of the headlines um, that are out there. Uh, steal yourselves, good folks out there, um, for what is likely to be a very gross cycle in social media for a little while. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida... Just found out that his wife, his wife was diagnosed with um, breast cancer. Sorry, breast cancer. And I've already seen some of the responses from the left because these people are absolutely gross. So I'm sure, I'm which sure is it's awful, which, which is super. Wh- because, you know, you know what bugs me about the Ron DeSantis thing? It's not it's not what? him specifically. He's not even doing anything that amazing. Like, I'm not trying to be mean towards Ron DeSantis. He's not doing anything that amazing. He's not doing anything that firebrand. He's just, he's like, yeah, uh, we'll, we'll do the vaccine. Um, but also, I think that there should be these other therapies too. Um, I'm going to do that. Never- well, radical Ron DeSantis. Oh, it's so radical. Oh, he's so radical. Seriously? Yeah. He did mask mandates for a little bit. He did lockdowns for a little bit, and then he went, "We're not doing those anymore." Oh, it's so radical, right? Like Jesus, the most milk toast crap is radical to. Li- and like I said, I'm not trying to beat up on Ron DeSantis, but he's not like the next Donald Trump.
1: Oh, not by a long shot. People that people say is are they're, they're grasping at straws, and I can understand it, but. It's like Ron DeSantis wanted to tear down Confederate monuments and other things. I just don't feel he's the guy.
0: R- Ron, De- like maybe he'd bend the knee, maybe not. I I, I don't know because I mean I don't know. Like, well, that's that's the whole thing. Like we we have a past to look at. There's the cultural war to think about, right? In in the idea of you caved to the left once, why wouldn't you do it again? Right. You know, that's that's the example that you're using. And it's a it's a worthy example, because if you cave once, well, what else are you going to cave it on? I know a lot of people might roll their eyes and go, well, I don't care about Confederate monuments. Yeah. The point isn't the monument itself. The point of it is, is why was it even a thing? Why? Yeah, there's nothing. There's no reason for it. It was a bunch of a bunch of liberals got butt hurt. They sent their jackbooted thugs out to interrupt a tiny rally of people in Charlottesville, Virginia. Mm-hmm. And they attacked a bunch of people and then somebody scared a fat girl to death. And then the next thing, you know, we have to tear down a bunch of Confederate monuments. Yeah. For re- for, for reasons, because that's going to end racisms or something.
1: Mostly it's a leftist. It's a mm-hmm. leftist cause. And every leftist cause is based on bad faith. Yep. And when people on our side align with a leftist cause, it means they're either compromised or stupid. Right. And that's. And I don't want either of those people. Those and those are not traits for someone to be leading a movement. Now we're we're nobody's perfect, and maybe if you can change and recognize all these things, sure. But at the same time, that it just makes me nervous, and it is a point against. Against them as, I don't know, against them as a, as a, you know, shining beacon of what we aspire to be.
0: Yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I worry about anybody who, you know, um, well, yeah. And like, like, like Colleen saying, he's like, yeah, Trump caved to the 15 days. Yeah. 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 We, we were met, We're pretty mad about that too.
1: Yeah. Trump's yeah. ATF banned bump stocks. Kind of a, kind of annoyed at that as well. Yeah, I'm kind of annoyed. <laughs> Trump hasn't made a big deal about getting all the people from January 6 released, or at least out of solitary confinement. That one's kind of pissing me off. Yeah, I don't have a wall. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a wall. I don't have a lot of things, but nothing. Nobody's perfect, but at the same time, I'm. I just don't see Ron DeSantis as a as Trump version two.
0: Yeah, and. Maybe he'll be great. I, I'm willing to take the time. We have until 2024 to give a crap about this, right? Um yeah. you know. But <laughs> but I, I'm willing to take the time, but understand that the 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 bar is going to be set extremely high. I'm tired of being let down.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now I got a lot of stuff I liked out of Trump. I didn't get everything I wanted. I never expect to out of a politician, don't get me wrong. My fear is with these career politicians that they're going to become squishes, kind of like what we saw on January 6th. A a bunch of boomers showed up and went, boo. CNN went, oh my God, it's so spoopy. Even though we had watched cities burn literally for months to include Washington, D.C. And then I watched every single gop senator and house member go well oh god never mind and hide and it was dead i watched the entire gop die because cnn said so yeah so yeah i mean i i i know that some people can point at some members in the House, some members in the Senate who didn't do this or didn't do that, but they didn't do it hard enough, I guess. Yeah. like Josh Hawley didn't cave. I will say that. Josh Hawley didn't cave. But he left. You know, he went home. Mm -hmm. Instead of standing there on his desk or something and screaming that somebody needed to look into the fact of what went on in the election. Cause it would have solved the problem. We would have had yeah. answers.
1: Yeah. I, but we are, we're here now and mm-hmm. who knows what's going to happen. I know some people have some hope that if the election can be exposed as fraudulent, then we can remove Joe Biden from office and the whole government. And I, I don't know if that's necessarily possible Politically or legally, because I think – because unfortunately it's the Electoral College would essentially have to reconvene and declare their previous decision null and void, um, which I just don't see as likely. But we have – we are certainly living in interesting times, and it is a – we have very exciting times ahead of us (laughs) because I certainly – and radicalizing day by day I'm sure most of you are as well everyone I talk to is people people that I that were totally out of politics in 2016 they just like ah, I vote maybe Republican you know because it's what I do tax lower taxes is great people that didn't know a thing about politics are now talking to me about things like demographic replacement and have serious opinions and I didn't give them to them so they learned that on their own and that is a big move for a lot of people in just a small number of years. And I just, I I can't shake the feeling that all of this has to culminate in something. It's like, I just like, it's all been going on so long, but seriously, COVID was a pretty big one, but we have not really had a major earth shaking event that we should have had by now. Like, I, I don't really know what it would be, but I just feel what we're primed so much for some big, I don't know, steam release explosions kind of thing that I, I don't know what form it's going to take, but I just feel that it's coming like, and it's, and it might be great. It might be something like some sheriff says, I'm not going by some dumb COVID restriction. And then some state government tries to crush him. He's like, I'm not leaving in power. And all this, the city rallies around him. And next thing you know, The government is sending in troops to crush some local sheriff that has the full support of his, you know, of his townsfolk. And it totally destroys any credibility the U.S. government has left. It completely destroys any credibility that the Democrats care about the process or legality. And that, you know, advances the whole storyline. We'll see. I think we're, we're primed for things to happen. It's they've been writing checks that they can't cash for far too long, and just too many people know about it now. Too many people see the illusion, and once you see it, you're never going to unsee it, and you're certainly never going to do what they say.
0: What I'm interested in, too, is a lot of the reports that are coming out that people are pointing out of
1: ships. Yeah. Just sitting out at sea. Yeah, sitting off of ports, so basically giant container ships. There's only so much space in ports, and these things are really big. So you want to have them kind of far out there, anchoring in relatively, relatively far offshore, because if you imagine a bunch of these boats in one place, they can't maneuver very well. You want to keep them spread out, so you have to keep them relatively off the coast. Apparently, off the U.S. coast now, there is a record number of container ships sitting at anchor, not unloading cargo which is a big, big, big problem because these things can't get unloaded quickly, and the more that back up, the harder it is to un- to, to fix this. And it's like, what are they going to do? Turn around? Go somewhere else? No, they're, they are sitting there full of cargo, full of oil, full of raw materials, and they need to unload this, and for whatever reason, there's now this giant backup, and it is causing... It is causing disruptions in the supply chain that no one is prepared to handle. Yeah. And there's no explanation to this, right? There's no official explanation that I've heard. I, I, if you ever even hear it reported, it's not, it's not well reported by the mainstream media. They don't want to talk about it, but it, there's no way this does not lead to some, to some very noticeable event. Like, stuff not being in stores, like when you want it to be. Things that you were going to get shipped that you can't. Manufacturing in the United States could grind to a halt because of lack of raw materials in some areas. And I think right now everything's sort of floating. Like, oh, we're kind of keeping the lights on. We're sort of keeping it going. But I, I don't know. The, the explanation that I can think of is potentially – This could just be the normal whiplash of the supply chain due to COVID, where everything shut down, then everything opened back up again and had to ramp up to 100% more capacity to make up for lost time. This happened with lumber. It's happening with paint. It's happening with all these other things. Lumber is a good example because that one's sort of leveled out now where they cut all production because they shut everything down to COVID. Then everybody started building things because they're sitting at home and you know, they're not working, so they, everybody starts going doing giant house remodels instead of going on vacation. The demand for lumber skyrockets. There's no production. Everything is kind of evening out now, and maybe that's all this is is simply the just whiplash backup, kind of like in traffic. If one guy on the freeway slams on his brakes, and even if he then starts heading up, there'll be this wave of slowdown in traffic behind him. That's That's an explanation, but I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like, oh, yeah, all the longshoremen are on strike because they're mandating vaccines for them. And if that was the case, how would we know?
0: No, I mean, that's true. Like, would we know? Would we be told? Probably not. And I'm trying to that... see because uh, I believe yeah. J- Jen Saki was asked about it today, but she couldn't oh. give an answer. And I can't find. Um, mm, the plot thickens. Uh, the thickening plot. <laughs> the
1: uh, plot is think. thickening like so much delicious pudding.
0: Let's see. Let's see. I can keep coming
1: I can... up with plot things. You know? Okay. Yeah. Jen Saki?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, I can't find it. Um it's fine. Uh there there was a statement where she basically fuddled around being able to um actually answer uh any reason why like there's anything going on. Like, hey, why are ships not coming? And and the White House did put out something that there are going to be distribution issues, you know. There's, you know, some yeah. people aren't going to get the things that they want for Christmas. So there, there are events that are going to be unfolding, but there's, there's seemingly no explanation. Are they going to use COVID as some sort of dumbass excuse? I don't know. That would make I don't no know, sense. but I
1: think everyone should be preparing for big supply chain issues, and it's going to affect a ton of stuff you probably don't expect. Like half the things are made in China and everything that's not made in China has a piece that's made in China or something. I just expect there's going to be big disruptions to a lot of industries. I don't know. If things, I'm not going to say it's going to get terrible, but just be prepared for that. And if there's things that you think might you might want, it might not be a bad idea to stock up on, a, on, on some stuff. But it's hard to know what form any of this is really going to take because it's hard to know what's affected and how interconnected these things are.
0: Well, maybe we should get one of our buddies uh, to come on here and, and talk emergency prep uh, for the audience just to kind of give everybody sort of a a bumper course on it because that'd, be, uh, that'd be a nice thing. I'll, I'll see if we can get yeah, one great. of those guys on. But, yeah, uh, so <clears throat> to the point, um, thanks a lot, everybody, for kind of coming in. Uh, we actually did have a – I didn't jump on the chat a lot, but we do have quite a few people in there, and I do appreciate everyone jumping on, especially as late – as we came on and no, I know it's not Sunday. Uh, the excuse was I was traveling. And to be completely honest, I thought I put the notice out that we weren't going to be going live. Uh, but I have a new phone, so it didn't post to anything. Oh, no. Because uh, cause I try to use a big, uh, you know, something that pushes out to all the social media. And it didn't work. So it's on me. I messed it up. Um we're gonna do our best uh, as far as schedules go. I'll keep you going. Things are just a, a little wonky, and it's not not really a bad thing to be honest. Um, just a lot of things going on with the you know the seasons and all that, and so we'll do our best to keep you guys informed. But always go to subscribestar.com forward slash wrongthinkradio. We will post the schedule there, and um, I'm gonna to try to get more and more content up there. So be sure to jump on there. And as always. For 2 dollars a month, you can subscribe and help support the program over at subscribestar.com forward slash wrongthinkradio. I'm Aaron from the East Coast. I'm Alan from the West Coast. And this is Wrong Think Radio. We'll see you all next week.